Hey there, and welcome to the Well Sisters podcast, the show dedicated to supporting and guiding women living with hormonal imbalances and stubborn symptoms to feel good in their bodies, build hope and confidence, and awaken their feminine power. I'm your host, Robin Strigley, certified nutritional practitioner, and these conversations will provide actionable tools and techniques to support your physical, mental, and emotional health on your journey to your highest well-being. Hello, Well Sister, and welcome back to the podcast. Today is all about the ovulation equation. I am really excited for this conversation. I did a poll in my Instagram stories yesterday testing your knowledge about ovulation and menstrual cycles. And first of all, congratulations, because if you are someone who follows me and participated in that, you you did really, really well. There were a couple of things that I'll be excited to share with you in this episode that I think will clarify things, but it's really important to understand ovulation, regardless of whether you want kids or not, now or ever, because it is like a fifth vital sign for us as women, just like your blood pressure and your heart rate and all of that is a vital sign so is your menstrual cycle. And truly, the whole point of the menstrual cycle is ovulation. It's not your period. So when period problems exist, cramping, pain, heaviness, clots, or other menstrual cycle issues exist, we have to look at ovulatory health. Are we ovulating? And if we are, how strong is it? Because that is truly going to determine the health of our overall body as well. And this is true, like I said, even if you don't want to be a parent, you never want kids, or you're done having kids, or you're not thinking about that for another 10 years or whatever, as long as you are a premenopausal woman, so even if your cycles are kind of absent right now, but you're not through menopause, having a regular ovulatory cycle is critical. It's absolutely critical. The menstrual cycle and the rhythms of the hormones within our menstrual cycle, because they change from day to day, are really what signify how we feel physically, mentally, emotionally, day in and day out, including things like how we sleep. Are you struggling with your sleep? Our libido, our energy level and mood, as well as the food choices that we make and so much more. Literally, what's happening in our menstrual cycle at any given time shapes who we are, the choices that we make, and the result of what our life becomes. And this may sound like totally crazy to be thinking about and a totally different perspective, but it's absolutely true. And I'm not the only one who talks about this. There's lots of books on this subject because as women, we are cyclical beings. And the anchor of that cycle is ovulation. All of the events that happen before it, all of the events that happen after it are because of ovulation and what happens or doesn't happen at this time. And if you have a regular cycle, so you bleed every 28 days, give or take, this doesn't guarantee that you are ovulating. This is a huge misconception, and it's something that came up uh, in the polls that I did as well on Instagram, is that just because you're bleeding regularly, it does not mean that you are ovulating necessarily, right? You could be having what's called a breakthrough bleed. Or, or for those of you who are listening to this and you're on some form of hormonal birth control, pill, patch, shot, IUD, whatever, 
you're not ovulating because it's disrupting your your natural cycling rhythm of your hormones. And often we think of ovulation only in the case of fertility, right? Trying to get pregnant, you know, women will track their ovulation. They'll try to uh, time intercourse around ovulation in order to increase their chances of conceiving. Or for those of us who struggle with either absent or irregular cycles, myself included, right? I have PCOS and a big part of that for me has been irregular cycles absent at times, right? And so we may think of ovulation in these cases, but just because you bleed every 28 days doesn't mean that you actually ovulate. And to illustrate this, I have a client right now. She has PCOS. She has two young girls. They are trying to conceive their third child. Typically, she has extremely regular cycles. So she is bleeding once a month. And she does ovulate. We know she ovulates because we track her cycle with certain measures. I'll talk more about that later. However, in her last cycle, her most recent cycle, she did not ovulate. And we know this because we were tracking things like basal body temperature, and she's also getting blood work done because she's working with a fertility doctor as well, right? And we know that she didn't. Despite the fact that she always pretty much has regular cycles. And myself, another example, I had a regular length, I think it was like 31 days or something, cycle in early 2021, earlier this year, and it was anovulatory. I did not ovulate. I had a bleed after like 31 days, something like that, but I didn't ovulate, and I did in all the previous cycles, right? And the only reason I know that is because I track my cycles, and then I had a bleed without ovulation occurring. So if you don't actually ovulate, any bleed that you have is just called a breakthrough bleed. So it's really important to understand this, right? And learning to understand ovulation, learning to track it, learning to understand what's going on in your own menstrual cycle is an incredibly empowering practice that I personally feel like every woman needs to do because, you know, we've all had the experiences of dealing with symptoms in our cycles, whether we're regular or not, whether we're trying to conceive or not, you know, we've had something pop up. We don't know why. Maybe we suspect our hormones are going crazy, even perhaps to the point of going to the doctor, but maybe they are like brushing it off or maybe they do some blood work and everything is like quote unquote normal or whatever, right? And we get into that pattern of like, I don't feel right. Something is not right, but I don't know what it is. And it's very disempowering, right? You feel helpless. You feel hopeless. You know, you try to read all the things you can about it on Google, but nothing is translating into changes in our real life. And so by learning to identify, am I ovulating or not? When is it happening in my cycle? and being able to understand that, then we can live within the rhythms of our own cycles. This is a bit of a conversation for a different uh, episode, and we will have that episode coming up, which is very exciting. All the different things that go through our cycle and how how we can feel or how we, uh, we should feel, assuming things are in balance and so on and so forth. But it's really important that we understand what's happening in our own bodies in order to become empowered instead of disempowered and helpless and hopeless right? To become empowered, to experience clarity, to experience confidence, to turn off the uh, spiraling thoughts that we may have going on all the time. You know, if we weren't sleeping, we're thinking about it. If we're not working, we're thinking about it. And even when we are working and even when we are trying to sleep, we're still thinking about it. You know, it's the things that we think about 
when we wake up in the morning. It's the things that we think about when we go to bed at night. It's the things that are crowding our our mind in such a way that it takes away from us being able to be present in our current life. And we often have these thoughts about things that are going on in our health and things that just don't feel right. And so being able to understand what's going on in your cycle through tracking, through determining whether you are ovulating or not, is a critical practice for every single woman to find that clarity, that confidence, and that ease. Another piece of this is symptoms. So I want you to think now, like you're listening to this, you know, if you're still listening, I'm assuming you're resonating with a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about. And as I said before, this is all very relevant, regardless of whether you plan to try and conceive now or ever in the future. We have to understand what's going on in our bodies. And so one of the biggest distinctions that I want to make is that the majority of us struggle with symptoms of low progesterone. And that is very much tied to ovulation. So you might think, well, I have a regular cycle. You know, I'm, I'm even pretty sure I ovulate or, you know, I have kids. I never had trouble conceiving them or like whatever you might be thinking about right now. No ovulation equals no progesterone. Or if you ovulate very weakly, it's not strong, then you're going to have low progesterone. It's literally... Okay, so let's back up a little bit and talk about the physical of what happens when you ovulate. So there's a whole bunch of hormonal stuff that happens from the start of your cycle, which is the first day of your menstrual bleed leading up to ovulation in order to get the egg to release. That's what ovulation is. So you have all of these hormones, they peak at a certain time, and that signals your ovary to release an egg from what's called a follicle, or it's like an egg sac. It kind of lives in there. It's happy, it's growing, it's maturing in there. And then ovulation time, the sac bursts open, the egg comes out, right? In the hopes of being fertilized. Again, this is just a biological thing. Whether you actually want this or not doesn't matter. This is what happens in your body. And then it's this empty sac where the egg used to be living that actually produces progesterone, okay? So without ovulation, we do not make progesterone. And if you do not have a strong ovulation, your egg health is not great, there's going to be an egg health episode coming up soon, then you may end up with symptoms of low progesterone, like infertility or subfertility, fatigue, insomnia, headaches, migraines, low libido, spotting, low blood sugar, anxiety, depression, mood problems, and then of course PMS, which are symptoms that are, you know, heightened in the premenstrual time. So in the one to two weeks before our period, it could be any of those things like bloat, headaches, moods, uh, spotting, even exhaustion, insomnia, etc. before the period. Like I find personally in the, the week or two before my period, that's when I struggle with sleep the most and bloating the most because I'm currently working on my progesterone. I ovulate most of the time, but my progesterone still needs to come up because the ovulation is not super, super strong. So if you're identifying with any of these symptoms, and I know a lot more of us are struggling with like the low libido, <clears throat> excuse me, the fatigue and stuff than, than we like to talk about, but these are all things that impact our ability to show up in our life, right? And, and to have what we want in our life because what is a normal cycle and rhythm for us as a woman is not happening as it should. Other things that you might experience too that I uh, forgot to mention, brain fog, poor short-term memory, and then of course, absent or irregular cycles. But again, you can have a totally regular bleed 
and either not be ovulating or not have a strong ovulation, which then results in symptoms throughout the menstrual cycle and perhaps during your period as well. So like, what are you checking off in your head right now? You know what I mean? All the things that you're struggling with, they're tied to your hormonal patterns. And in order to get yourself ovulating and to have ovulation be strong, so you make enough progesterone to get rid of a lot of these issues, and then of course to conceive if you are concerned about fertility, right? To have an ovulatory cycle if you don't typically ovulate and you already know that, figuring out what to do and how to do it can be incredibly confusing. And I know this from my own experience. You know, I came off the pill in nutrition school. My periods were absent. Eventually, I was diagnosed with PCOS. You know, I've struggled with irregular absent cycles since my very first period. You know, those first few years, I would get a period two, maybe three times a year. It was absolute hell, but it almost never happened. And then at 16, I went on birth control for seven years for contraception. And so you have that regular bleed. But again, you're not ovulating. You're not having normal cycle rhythms. And then in nutrition school, I start learning about all of this. And I start going down the the Google rabbit hole and doing all of the research and, and trying to figure out all of these things and how to fix myself. And it was so confusing. And the doctors didn't want to help me. Maybe you've had this experience too. Right? The doctors didn't want to help me. They just wanted to give me birth control. You know, I, I asked for blood work on many occasions and was turned down because I wasn't taking any treatment from them. So because I chose to say no to birth control and to other things like metformin, etc., right, I couldn't get the help that I needed to figure out what was going on in my body. And it was when I started tracking my cycle and I realized, hey, you know what? Like I'm not ovulating and this is actually the issue that needs to be addressed and the trial and error of going through that and then figuring it out and understanding what I needed to do to support my body was like a huge relief. Like right now, where you are in your, in your you know, health and your well-being, mentally, physically, emotionally, how much ease do you have in that? How much clarity, how much confidence do you have in that? Probably not a lot right now, right? Or you wouldn't be listening to this episode. And so I feel very strongly that we can support the regular function of our bodies with just the simplest of formulas, creating more ease, not adding more complication to our lives. And so that is why I created the ovulation equation. That's literally that super simple formula for supporting strong ovulation in order to improve menstrual cycles, hormone balance, overall health, and yes, fertility. The ovulation equation is coming on October 28th and inside this seven day course, I'm going to be guiding you to learn my simple formula, to learn that equation. There's three parts to it. It really couldn't be easier. And I'm so excited, honestly, for how this has turned out. I have been sitting on this for months and slowly working on it and creating and holding it in. And I'm so excited to be sharing this with you now. Because I want you to have this formula too for supporting ovulation so that you can have all the benefits that come with healthy ovulation and healthy cycles. And doing it with greater clarity, confidence, and ease than you have before in a totally different way. This is what I love about it, right? It's totally different than what Google is going to tell you to do. It isn't what the fertility or hormone books are going to tell you to do. Or even what other hormone and fertility coaches are going to tell you to do. It's a completely different paradigm 
paradigm, a completely different school of thought, a way of looking things, a way of addressing what's going on in your body, of getting the hormonal imbalances back into their normal rhythms so that you can feel strong, feminine, so that you can have regular ovulatory menstrual cycles, so that you can have problem-free periods. That includes pain, heaviness, clots, etc. So you can have a healthy body, so you can have the fertility you desire. That is why I have created the ovulation equation. This is a transformative seven-day course that will be a group experience done with me. Total guidance, total compassion. You are not alone in this journey and you will be alongside myself and other women who are going through the same thing. The ovulation equation is perfect for what we need to do to support our bodies because it combines evidence-based practices. So like food, how do we deeply nourish our bodies to support this? Strategic supplementation. If we're going to take supplements, how can we really make the most of it? So it's actually working for us and it's just not a guessing game. Along with guidance, compassion, and practical tools to support your mindset throughout this process, right? To provide relief from worry. Because we already talked about this a little bit, right? I know that we get into these spiraling thoughts. Oh, why isn't this happening for me? I feel like I'm doing everything right. Why do I feel this way? Why can't my body function like it's supposed to? You know, not feeling feminine because our bodies aren't functioning the way that we want to. You know, this was a conversation I was having with one of my private clients the other day, you know, she's 17 years old, PCOS, we're working on bringing back her period. And she says, you know, for me, I, I don't feel so feminine. I don't feel like a woman because I don't have that bleed or that period like everyone else does. And it really cuts us to our core, right? Maybe your thing is not a regular cycles. Could be infertility, could be awful periods that no one understands or people just brush off or whatever, like whatever those things are for you. For her, that's what it was. It's the things that you think about day in and day out, right? The thoughts that cloud your mind as you're trying to fall asleep and as soon as you wake up in the morning. Perhaps it's like the belief that you will continually fail. You'll never be able to make it work, never be able to feel the way that you want to feel. Your body's not going to do what you want it to do. And you're just stuck trying to like build a dam over rushing water. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not going to happen. Those planks of wood that you're just, you know, so, you know, putting your best effort to to hammer a nail across this, like, crazy uh, river that's flowing at, you know, 100 kilometers an hour or something like that. You know, you get the idea, right, with this metaphor. Those planks of wood are just going to be taken by the power of that water. And that's what it can feel like. When you're living in a body that doesn't feel good, whether it's the physical body or the mental, emotional body, right? Your mind and how you feel in that. And so we feel like we'll fail continually. We feel like we'll never be able to make it work. We'll never feel the way we want to feel, whether we want to feel energized, strong, healthy, whether we want to feel fertile, whether we want to become a mom, or it's about feeling more feminine, being in tune with our rhythms, understanding our bodies, knowing how to support our bodies so we can go and do things that are fun for us. A woman not torn down by her body, but supported by it. That's the whole goal of this. The ovulation equation opens up on Thursday, October 11th for $111 for the first ones that get in in this wonderful, transformative, 
game changer of a seven-day experience. And if you aren't already, be sure to get onto my email newsletter list. I've linked to it in the show notes. So you can be first to hear when the doors to the ovulation equation open up on the 28th. Hey, well, sister, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I'm beyond grateful you've shared your time with me today. And if you'd like to connect with me about this episode to share your thoughts or ask a question, I invite you to send me a DM on Instagram at the hormone diva. Then take a moment and head on over to iTunes and leave me a review. This helps me to know how to serve you better and helps this show reach more women in need. See you next time.